crazy. What's that song by Beyonce, Crazy in Love? Mm -hmm. Got me so crazy yet? No. Is that right? That is one of her songs, but I don't think that's crazy yeah, yeah. in love. But we were here to talk about the Beehive, right? Yes. We wanted to bring it in better, Beyonce. The Beehive would have to be after us right now for saying that that was crazy in love. But who heard about the um, Kid Rock? Did you hear about how the Beehive's been after him for years and years and years? I I'm, I pay no attention to Kid Rock, unfortunately. I I hear he's a great musician, but I don't listen to Kid Rock. Um, a couple years ago, he had did an interview with someone saying that Beyonce was just not all she was cracked up to be. He didn't say it like that, but he hinted towards that. And the Beehive took offense to that. And they have literally been on his Instagram for years posting those little bees. The beehive, the beehive, the beehive. Wait, is it? Dun, 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 is that the one? What one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the right song? Yes, yes. That's okay. It. <laughs> Finally, you put love on top, baby. Because you're the one that I love. You're, you're the one that I need. Yeah, that oh, that was Beyonce. We're, we're not Beyonce, so it's fine. She won't sue us for that. You're right, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they've been after Kid Rock for years and years and years, and they just post bees on the bottom of every single Instagram photo. I love photo. the trolling. I love the trolling. Guys, go to Kid love Rock's the Instagram trolling. right now and just go under a few of his photos, and I'm sure you will see a few bees under there from the beehives. Mm. And at one point, he actually had to put a can of Raid, a photo <laughs> of a can of Raid, on his fucking page to let these people know, like... Well, at least it seems like he's playing into it. He is, he is, he is. He is. So, be careful the beehive, people. <laughs> be careful the beehive. Be careful Oh, there's gonna the be beehive. a bazillion hashtags for that. For real. Be careful, <laughs> oh yeah, let's write that down. Be careful the beehive. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So guys, we're back with oh. with none of that. Episode fourteen. Episode fourteen. We really moved it. We knew we would make it to fourteen. It's a big number. I feel like it is. It 15's is. like like when you get your first cell phone. Word. Um, like big things happen. Maybe when your parents decide yeah, puberty. Your own puberty. Yeah, yeah. Hormones. Um, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Cell phone. What else do you have? Fourteen. Computer access. Yeah, probably. Not that you have to use a computer. You go to middle computer. school at 14? Then you're in high school. You're in high school at 14? Yeah, you start high school at 14. Oh, damn. This really? is like us starting high school. All over again. Oh my gosh. All over again. I don't know if I was ready for that. Yeah, word. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Oh, hi everyone. My name is Nara. And I'm Elise. And we're back another week. With none um, of that. Yes, none of that. Another week, we're back with more news, guys. More yes. news, more shit we love to talk about. Yes. We're yes. back. Let's start today with Kevin Hart, Philly native. Um, he was supposed to actually host the Oscars, which I don't watch anymore. But <laughs> I still care about who wins the Oscars. I just don't watch the Oscars because they're entirely too long. There's too many commercial breaks, and it's not a, you're not there at the award ceremony. So why am I going to watch all these people at this? I don't know. Also, after the uh, Oscars hashtag too white a couple years ago. Yeah. And Chris Rock, um, he hosted, and I mean, he tried his best, but it's the Oscars. It's for like old white people, right? Isn't that who's like voting on all this shit? It's just like old white people who vote? Mostly. That's mostly. why they say the Oscars mostly. is like 
no black people because it's like mm-hmm. the yeah. voting panel is very specific to one color and you know that doesn't leave room for much diversity i guess and choosing which are movies are going to win the oscars exactly what so, people relate to what true. you know what people like what you know it is a very prestigious position though to be offered to be the host of the oscar it is it is but i mean kevin hart accepted and then he turned it down after some tweets and some other comments that he's made and some stand-up specials came to lie and some things he said were kind of homophobic and he kind of stepped down you know and he was like i'm just gonna take myself out of the situation essentially yeah i have the tweets in 2011 he said it is a little defensive it's like yo if my son comes home and tries to play with my daughter's style house i'm going to break it over his head and say stop that's gay then also he referred to another actor's avatar as a gay billboard for aids he also said, as a heterosexual male, if I can prevent my son from being gay, I will. Yeah, it's, it's insensitive, but it's insensitive. Yeah, and Nick Cannon, he actually, okay, so Nick Cannon, he then tweeted out some old jokes from Amy Schumer, Sarah Silverman, and Chelsea Just Handler. Yes. And he kind of, kind of to support Kevin, you know, saying, listen, this is the past, it's the past. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, gay comedians have come out and said, hey, it's different, you know? I mean, these women have actually been very pro-LGBTQIA for a while. Yeah. So, and Kevin Hart hasn't, you know? Yeah. And, the, like, the comment about if I can prevent myself from being that is offensive. It is. But you know what kind of pissed me off about using them? It's like, of, I'm going to say something, and if you disagree, disagree. That's your right, you know? But somehow I think the fact that Nick Cannon called out women. Like, why were there? Why didn't he resurface any men's tweets? I just that feel is like a good point. I just feel like black people and women are like kind of against each other. Not against each other, but we kind of always are up against the fence. You know, like as women, we've had to go through a lot to be who we are. As black people, mm-hmm. we've had to go through a lot. So it's funny to me that in order to take away from the fact that Kevin Hart said some insensitive homophobic things, mm-hmm. we now use all women mm-hmm. who said things like that. Like, where were the men comedians? I know there's more men you know, comedians. comedians who have said homophobic things. Yeah, and it's just like, it was really funny to me that he just like used women. I'll also say that it's weird. It was just like a little bit of a point. I was like, why? Well... This okay. I'm gonna be on the opposing side a little bit. There's kind of a pattern in a lot of black comedians' jokes that are homophobic. I mean, Dave Chappelle—he called somebody a faggot or something. I hate that word. I do too. Um, in one of his comedy specials, and somebody like stood up and yelled, and then the next comedy special, he apologized. And uh, I mean, yeah, but you know, it's kind of a problem in the in the community, that. you know. In but general. that stems from way before us. That mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when you feel this way, you walk around calling people faggots and all mm-hmm. this disgusting language. Mm-hmm. That's built from somewhere. Mm-hmm. You didn't mm-hmm. just come out the way like that, homophobic. Mm-hmm. And in the black community, you're right. Like if you're gay, you're fucking a leper, a pariah. You know, like they're not all oh. My son's gay. Like, you know how black people are about their children and them being gay. So, I get it. it, it is, yeah, it is an evolving conversation. It is. It is. I mean, I'm, yeah, it's not all people, you know, because 
I mean, when I was working in North Philly, I was doing uh, work at this house and these three beautiful women who were probably men mm -hmm. were walking down the street in the middle of the day. You know, they do, you know, yeah. so. Um, I mean, I but, feel, you're right. I feel like the world has come a long way, but I feel like people- Overall though, completely agree with you. People okay. are still very insensitive. People are still... Maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's the insensitivity. You know, like, I feel like these people maybe would be more accepting, but they say these terrible things, yeah. you know? Yeah. And they don't think about... Like, that's who I am, and maybe that's why I'm, like, a worry wart and I have anxiety, because it's like, I'm always worrying about what I say and how it's gonna affect people. Yeah. Because I know what it's like to be on the other side. Where people are just really saying mean things that they don't necessarily want to help me with they just are saying so do you think that kevin hart should step down or not yes i think it's unfortunate that this shit got dug up at this exact moment which took away an opportunity for him but i also you know people have to be held accountable and that was a disgusting thing you said Mm -hmm. He did step down. Nobody fired him, so he did mm -hmm, step down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He did. But maybe that, you know, I just don't like that whole be on the internet tweeting all this crazy shit. I don't like that, you know? But I saw a tweet from someone else, too. They had said, Donald Trump can be our president, but Kevin Hart can't host the Oscars. And it kind of like, I was like, ooh. Ooh. That was a little bit true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like our president is online calling Stormy Daniels a horse phase. He's online, you know. And it came out that he made this, he paid her the money and he said, oh, well, these are private transactions. Private transactions. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I just feel like everyone's allowed to their own private shit. But dude, I mean, you're, you're just dragging your shit. In, in your pants, you know, we can all yeah. see your shit in yourself. Yeah. We can all see the shit in your pants. We can smell the shit on you. Mm -hmm. And you refuse to fucking acknowledge it, you know? Yeah. And you're in a position where not everyone can, like, get to you. You feel me? Like, he's a president of the United States. Yes. With Kevin Hart, it's a little bit easier. People can, you know, cut him down and the Oscars smear him in the media like you can do whatever you want to do if you don't want him to get it but it's like with the president like unless we're really ready to impeach him there's nothing we can really do about it well i think that kevin hart should have done the oscars yeah i think he should have done that i'm over kevin honestly though i've me moved too on. and i'm so over the oscars over i'm over both of them so i feel like yeah i mean i hate to say but it does diversify you know the kind of he will go down in history as an oscar host even if you just crap job doesn't matter, no one even freaking watches the Oscars, but I do support, like, I guess them trying, you know? I, I think they said they're gonna try and have no host. As long as it's not like yeah, even more boring, great. <laughs> oh gosh, even more boring. So tell me about Brett Favre. Like, I heard he was in the news about making videos, him and Soldier Boy. Tell me about it. This was ridiculous and very sad, okay? So, there's this app, it's called Cameo, and people can pay celebrities $100, $200 to record a personal message, like happy birthday, grandma, it's Peyton Manning, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm throwing one for you, you know, yeah, like happy 99, you know? Okay, so, Brett Favre 
Soulja Boy and Andy Dick, both, they all decided to, uh, they were all recruited by this group. They're called the GDL Boys, and they sent them this like, okay, can you guys please record a message for the veterans? You know, like we need them a veteran's message, and they're like, sure, no problem, okay? I'm gonna read this. This is what Brett Favre said in this YouTube video mm -hmm. for the veterans. For the veterans. Brett Favre here with a shout out to the Handsome Truth and the GDL Boys. You guys are patriots in my eyes. So keeping them walking up and don't let the small get you down. Keep fighting too and don't forget the USS Liberty and the men and women who died on that day. God bless and take care. It's very vague. Yeah. It's very vague. Hey, who are the GDL boys? Goyam Defense League. They're an anti-Semitic group. Oh my. So it's like, these guys, you see that? I asked Nara, who are the GDL boys? She probably Googled it. I had to look it up. It. Okay. It wasn't easy. It's not like you could just. It was but still. Okay. You're, you're not. The, it took, not no, no, it took 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> He's fucking Brett Favre. Like you did, you can tell the fact that he actually said GDL boys. Like he didn't even actually know what he was saying. Otherwise you would have asked and you would have found out that they're a. Anti-Semitic group. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So I'm just, I, I brought this story like because be careful what you do and you say online. Yeah. Be careful what communities you join and what clubs you join online. A lot of things are twisted. A lot of everything is twisted. Uh, left and right and both ways things are manipulated a lot online. And be careful. It's a common thread that we always talk about when mm -hmm. you're be careful who you are mm -hmm. and who you let represent you online. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, otherwise, you know, you're going down. What about Soldier Boy? What was he doing? Same thing. He's, same thing. Same, same thing. He he said, you know, hey, Soldier Boy here. Just a lot of coded message. Yeah. They all said uh, the USS Liberty, which refers to a ship that was accidentally shot down by Israeli forces. But okay, Brett Favre, Soldier Boy. You know, I expected Andy Dick. Thing. And Andy Dick. Can you know who he is? Yeah. Glasses. I okay. would expect it from Soldier Boy. But Brett Favre, I know you have people. You need to fucking fire these people. Well, we already talked about, oh gosh, we already talked about this in catfishing, yeah. about that other football player who was in a relationship with someone online and she wasn't real. And then he faked her death because he was too embarrassed. Yeah. Like you be, have careful to be careful who you are online. Be careful, you know? Be very careful who you are online. Who do you present yourself um, as online and who do you associate with online? Be careful. Be very careful. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, so Ellen Pompeo. I oh, fucking love her. She has been having light this whole week. No. Light. Like this month. This okay? whole month, this you're month. right. Every, light. Ever light. since Grey's Anatomy came. Let's just start there. Okay, guys, I'm re-watching Grey's. I started from the beginning. Fucking, by the end, you just love Meredith. You love her and to find out she's almost as cool like her character in the show, I feel like they're like the same person. Yes, yes. Who she is in real life mm -hmm, and her character mm -hmm, reflect mm -hmm. one in the same. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, she's got a kick-ass fucking attitude. Mm -hmm. She's great at her job. Mm -hmm. I just really, you know, love the message she's been trying to send like a, out a here. leader, you know? Yes. A leader, she's doing oh, great things. Go Mare. Everyone rewatches Grey's Anatomy, right? Everyone rewatches Grey's Anatomy. I have rewatched Grey's Anatomy maybe once, show. possibly twice. Yeah, I fucking love that show. Yeah, yeah. So Ellen Pompeo was featured in the Porter Magazine's Women in Television. I, okay, you were telling me about this. What, what happened? She was featured. This was the this was the first thing I saw. Okay. 
basically. It was um, a special in Porter Magazines. It's called um, Women in Television. Okay. okay. She was featured along with Gina Rodriguez from Fast and Furious, Gabrielle Union, Deliver Us from Eva for okay. our oldies, Being Mary Jane for our youngies, Emma Roberts, We Are the Millers. Okay. <laughs> they all discuss sexism, gender pay, and racism in the industry. Okay. Um, Pompeo said that the day had been like super incredible and she loved it and there had been a ton of women in the room but she just didn't see enough color really she said she just didn't see enough color did you think she met in the audience or in the panel itself she meant on the set and she oh proceeded to say that um she was speaking with the director on a, pro a different project that she was working on mm -hmm. and she actually told him that when she shows up on set she likes to see the crew look like the world we walk around in today and I really think that's why everyone loves Grey's Anatomy because it is very real in that way. We we all live in a very um, you know diverse world. Hated, and she said she hated the word diverse. I saw her on the red table. Mm -hmm. She did an interview with Jada Pinkett Smith, her daughter Will Smith, and Jada's mom, like Adrian. Mm -hmm. um, and it was like a thirty minute interview, and she talked about very similar things and mm -hmm. how she is married to a biracial man so her kids are black they look black mm -hmm. and i mean she's like yeah it's, it's important you know like this should just be natural it shouldn't be hard you know yeah. and people's main problem is exposure yeah. and television really segregates people i mean there's a lot of shows with only white people yeah there's a lot of shows with just only white people in it and I mean, I know it doesn't seem like, well, there's a lot of shows with only black people, but no, because every black show has white characters. Everyone. Yeah. And I'm sure the other shows, you know, when I watch Fresh Off the Boat, you know, that always has white characters. And mm -hmm. I don't know, everything, it, it's a much more diverse world mm -hmm. than what we show on TV a lot of the time. And that's what Grey's Anatomy is amazing. Yeah, because it is very... And I don't care. I like the word diverse. You and do? when I think of diverse, I don't just think of race. Okay, okay. What do you like think? Like, Arizona didn't have a leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. You're right. You're right. Kepner lost her baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hunt mm -hmm. was in the war. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. like, I mean diverse as in just people, different walks of life, people that came from different places. Different backgrounds. Yes. You know? Yeah. So it's like, no, we're not all Valley girls that went to Stanford and got our way here. Like, mm -hmm. everybody has a different story. Everybody is diverse. Everybody's been here, been there. And I love that. Yeah. And I love the message she's trying to send. It makes me love her even more. I race home to watch Grey's Anatomy at night now. <laughs> I mean, the newest season is great. I mean, oh, uh, Ellen is so great. Uh, she clapped at Kathy Lee and Hoda because they had... What is it? And Kathy Lee's leaving, right? This yeah. Today's show or whatever. Yeah, okay. Well, they tweeted that, oh my goodness, I can't believe that Ellen said that she hasn't talked to Patrick Dempsey and you know since the sh since he left the shows in 2005. And she was like, I can't believe that's what you got as a red table conversation because it was yeah. a great conversation about what it's like for her raising you know biracial kids and it was great. Uh, I love her. Well, that's a whole other thing too. It's clickbait. Mm. That's what it's called now. It's mm. called clickbait. Mm -hmm, More people mm -hmm. are going to click on it if mm -hmm. it's talking about Patrick mm -hmm. Dempsey mm -hmm. and Ellen Pompeo mm -hmm. than anyone else. Do you of feel course, me? Of course. So it's like that's that fake news. That's that, you know, that interview had nothing to do with that. There was a small segment where they asked about it and then that was it. She talked about way bigger, way better topics than, you know, 
her old ex-husband in the show that she acts in like all right and i love that they died he died i'm sorry i love that he got killed off spoilers spoilers but everyone knows everyone's seen everyone's seen it right okay okay. i feel like i'm late i'm late to the game that's what it's really like six years old at this point or no no how many died like four years? 15 seasons. She said 2005 is the last time she said, Oh, damn, that's a long time ago. Let's go Well, I like it better without, without him. I hate to say it. She has more I independence. Mean, I... It's like more. It's but not so caught up in his house. Like, it seemed yeah. like the whole show was all about this house she was going to build. And I think she wants to live in her mom's house. Yeah, and I love right? her and Alex now. You know? Yeah, I do. I like she that. She wanted guy. her own house and she just let him have the house. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to say it really good. Oh. I'm going to say it really good. So, you know, Alan, um, she's opening a really hard and frustrating and sometimes hurtful conversation for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's opening up and making it be normal. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. like, why are we not all doing this? Mm-hmm. Why don't we all behave like this? Mm-hmm. You know, and she's really taking a stand for her people to be like, it's our job. It is. It is. It's our job. It is. It really we is. Created. The, she actually said we created this problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we gotta try and do better. You know, and so shout out to you. For real. Diversity. Diversity. Yeah. Check in if you haven't seen Grey's Anatomy. Watch it. There's two gay characters now. Yeah, it's great. Gay guy and lesbian. Yeah. And it's fucking a lot of women, powerful women on that show. We got Chief Bailey. Yes. All the like chiefs of surgery are women. They change brands and more dudes actually. <laughs> Men don't want to watch Grey's Anatomy anyway though. Oh, it's Do fine. they really want to watch no, Exactly. No, so it's no, like fuck that. No, no, no. No, they don't. No. Nothing appealing to them. No one takes their top off. And they don't have that much sex in the show anymore, you know? You know? Before it was a lot of like, not really anymore. It's more like working and doing discoveries and inventing new bone structures. Family this is, home. This is so great for women, like for little girls, you know, to see like scientists. And for a show that's gone this long with the same character, like yeah. she's an inspiration. And lately I've been feeling like that. Like, look at her doing big things. The light is. Thank you, Dr. Gray. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Gray. You're Thank you, Dr. Gray. <laughs> Thank you. You're so I'm going to take it all the way left. But you know, I'm a Pisces. I'm into the stars and, you know, my sign and astrology and all of that. So this year, there's a lot of astronomical events. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I saw this um, article on Forbes and I was intrigued. So I got you some information, guys, all right? Okay. Most people don't see and experience the most exciting, like, astronomical events because we just don't know or we don't look up in the sky. Okay. You know? And um, the first one, it's going to be on January 20th or 21st, 2019, obviously. It's called a super blood wolf moon, okay? It's where the Earth between the sun, where the Earth is between the sun and the moon, and it gives us the blood moon. You know, gorgeous red to orange. It's great. For about an hour. Nice. Total lunar eclipse, okay? What time does happen? It's on January 20th, 21st. Oh, okay. Sunday into Monday. Oh, so you just have to catch it. Okay, now you gotta okay, be okay. aware. So write like this down, me. guys. Write this down. Blood okay? Me. This one's cool. Venus and Jupiter double kiss. Aw. It's on Tuesday, January 22nd, and Sunday, November 24th, okay? It's where a beautiful conjunction of the planets Venus and Jupiter in the sky, right before, you know, the sun comes up. And that's where 
The first one is where they'll be 2.4 degrees apart in the eastern sky. So we can look up in the sky and literally see Venus and Jupiter kissing super close. Really? Isn't that crazy? Okay. And then my last one that I really liked was the Milky Way and a meteor shower. Oh, yes. Right? I've never seen a meteor shower. Exactly. Tuesday, May 6th or 7th. We got a while for this. So they said most of this stuff you can just see with like a decent pair of binoculars. So it gives you time. You know, if you're into shit like this or if you're not, you just want to catch it, go out, see if you can, you know, get a little telescope, look into the sky. Like, why not? I bet you could see a lot even if you just went on a roof. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, so in May, when our galaxy appears as a band across the eastern sky just after dusk. So, you know, like she said, we live in Philly. There's a lot of rooftop bars, rooftops. Oh, yeah. Like, pick these days and go there. It's a great date night. Exactly. Oh, I should just, I should just, you know, let's hold this. I, and it's like, it's kind of nerdy, but I also love it because it's like, how many of these do you think we've missed? All of them. This is just some real life shit. I'm sure if these things had happened in the past, I would have missed them, but I want to catch them now. Yeah, like this is the earth moving and like at its core and we just miss it. Even, even for two seconds, if I could see a fucking red moon, come on. So I'm gonna leave these on our Facebook. Um, so look out for them. You know, put them on your calendar and grab a telescope, some binoculars, and catch these. See if you can make binoculars online. I'll do it from YouTube. No, some like toilet not. paper holders, some saran wrap, and chocolate. Well, isn't the eclipse? The, you can't look at it with your naked eye. Remember, everybody was cutting making, cardboard boxes. You can make some shit. Yeah. And they said some very basic binoculars. They weren't saying like you need to get a telescope. This was Forbes, okay? I mean, you can go on Amazon probably and get binoculars for what, $10? Exactly. And if you wanted to get a pretty a shitty telescope, would you could see it. And I feel like telescopes. They sell little kid telescopes at Walmart for like what, 30 bucks? Maybe like 60. Because <laughs> it's probably like science <laughs> package um, or something. Yeah, word like. Uh, <laughs> Astronomy. <laughs> we'll be back, everyone. We're gonna take a break, refresh your drink, order yourself some dinner, use the bathroom, check your directions if you're driving. Okay, we'll be right back. And we're back with the show. We're back with the show. We're back with the show. Yeah. And we're back. Hi. We're back. Hello, everyone. Back with none of that. None of that. Back with none of that. Like our guy behind you, uh, we're Instagram living. Yes. Everyone, we're Instagram living today. So yeah. for all our listeners at home, you can catch us on Instagram live sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Definitely can. Get a sneak preview of what's going to be posted on Sunday. Yes, the show drops on Sunday, but you can get a pre, what, what do they call that? Like Preview? Yeah, trailer? I, obviously. <laughs> not preview, but I'm saying like exclusively. Oh, yes, VIP. Yes, if you follow mm-hmm, us, you get mm-hmm. the VIP. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, now that we're back. And we're back. We're going to be talking about Netflix. 
Netflix and chill. Netflix has come up with a list of its top binge shows for 2018. Yeah. And I watched some of them. And you watched some of them? I love Netflix. I do too. I don't need cable because I have Netflix. I know, I know. You have your mom's Netflix? Yeah. I, <laughs> I saw this meme one time and it was uh, like, it was a Netflix screen, you know, okay. when you log into Netflix and you can see the different accounts, right? Okay. It was like, person who pays for it. Bloodsucker 1, Bloodsucker 2, Bloodsucker 3. And that's exactly how my account looks. My mother pays for this, and me and my three bloodsucking sisters <laughs> are over here getting our Netflix stuff. I have one, my brother has one, and there's actually an empty account, but who knows? What the hell? Well, there's, uh, yeah. Empty accounts? Like... Who wants a password? Anyone, anyone? I'm sure I've given to somebody, right? <clears throat> I'm protected from my Netflix password. I don't give that shit out because if we break up or I'm not fucking with it anymore and I see you on my Netflix, I'm gonna be mad. I know how to go inside the settings. You can delete access to certain people. Mm -hmm. You can label your computers and delete all the people who are using your account and just, just be locked out. I did it on my Hulu because I can't even show all of us that. I gave my ex my Hulu account and I was like, fuck no, your taste is terrible. Yeah. I'm getting you off my Hulu account. And that's one of my like small pet peeves in life. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, when you're dating a dude or you have a boyfriend, like you don't necessarily have the same taste in shows. Yeah. And I hate when I go to my continued watching and there's yeah. dumb shit in there. <laughs> oh, no, you wanna watch Bad Santa? Like, no. no. I don't wanna fucking watch Bad Santa and I don't wanna see Bad Santa in my continued watching. Yeah, Scarface does not need to be at the very top. <laughs> mm -mm. Just saying. It just doesn't need to be at the top. Just no. saying. So one of the things that um I saw on the list was Queer Eye. Queer Eye came back and they just okay. did their second season and I love it. And it is a very binge worthy show. I don't know is it? if you guys didn't know they had a show in the early two thousands. It was five gay guys and they basically do a makeover on somebody. Okay. Yeah. And uh, they like were really doing it in New York City before, but with this uh, new version, this new season, uh, with these new five different designers, mm -hmm. uh, they're in the South. So oh, they've been wow. going in like Atlanta and they've been like, Atlanta's pop. It, it is. And they've been going to like Georgia and North Carolina and they, they go down there and they remodel someone's house, get them new clothes, wow. haircuts, lifestyle change. You know, wow. somebody who's maybe just like stuck in a rut, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's a little bit of, it's one of those great design shows you can watch like all day when you're not feeling great, you know, pop it in. Pop, yeah. Netflix. Definitely where so, I, so mine is making a murderer. Part two. I was. I didn't see part two. I love conspiracy theories and all this fucking shit. So, um, Making a Murderer is the second installment of the docu series concerning Stephen Avery's case. And, mm. You know he was um, wrongly convicted and then exonerated after mad years, and then he was supposed to kill someone again, and he went to jail. And the police. It's just a whole mess. And it's a great show. It was. I saw the first season. It was good. I won't. And at the end, like, did you did you feel confident that he killed her? Well, okay, I don't know about the main character, but the nephew who they roped into the situation, I was like, if they could do this to this, like, what was like 16, yeah. 17, maybe he was 20. What wasn't that bright, you know? And they record, they had the whole recording, okay, of him just like, no, I didn't do this, no, I didn't do it. Well, well, maybe I did it. That's why well, you have to tune in. Uh, yeah, I did it. I did it. And he had didn't do it. And that's why you have to tune into I the think. second season. You have to tune into the second part because okay. they go really into detail with Bremen's case. Oh. And it goes all the way up to like the appellate's court where like they're 
it went past the Supreme Court and they actually found that he wasn't coerced. And it went to different- He wasn't? No, he wasn't. And they said that he voluntarily gave this information, but it went he through- He did voluntarily give the information. He did, he did. And they said that he was old enough to know what he was saying, which I do believe. But at the end of the day, when you watch the video, it went through so many courts all the way up past the, the Seventh Circuit Court where judges were voting personally on it. Like that, just the fact that it went all the way up there leads me to believe that there was a little bit of error, you know, and that things didn't error? go the way it was supposed to go. A little bit of error? These cases seem to sometimes have a lot of error. Yeah, no, I get it. But also this girl did die. Like what happened to her? What happened to her? Where did she go? Blah, 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 blah. But when you start to look at the evidence, you can tell they didn't get a fair trial. Mm -hmm. They didn't get a fair trial. Mm -hmm. And I think there could have been other people on the suspect list that could have just as easily been in jail as well. And that girl's poor family who's having to watch this Netflix series. Mm -hmm. They're still doing shit to this. Like this 2016, like... Um, Brendan appealing his case and all that. This is relevant still. They're still going through this. So it's just like, you know, if you're into stuff like that, making your murder is definitely a conspiracy theory for y'all ass, okay? Did you watch Orange is the New Black? <sighs> definitely on their binge-worthy list. Definitely. Everyone definitely. loves it. Everyone loves Orange is the New Black. Would you, are you still watching it? it? No. Why not? I don't know. After the panty ring, I was you just like... I'm just like drama. I'm not really comedy. And it felt like <clears throat> drama and comedy, a dramedy. That's what it felt like to me. It didn't feel like prison. They accentuated a lot. They really did. Yeah, they really did accentuate a lot. And I watched all the way up to the fifth season and I mm -hmm. started watching the sixth season. And I just couldn't. Yeah. I don't know. It was just I don't it was just a huge flip. The fifth season, um, spoiler the inmates overthrow the prison and then this sixth season is the aftermath of that and I just didn't like the stuff I was seeing and it was just um not fun anymore but I understand yeah. what you're where you're coming from because you're right in the first season I felt like it was a lot more I don't want to say educational but I don't know it just it seemed more real you it know seemed like if you yeah. were in trouble that's where you would go and you don't want to go there and yeah. eating Cheetos in the fucking yeah swimming in the lake after nobody's had water forever like Inmates yeah. don't get to do that. So it's just like, same thing with these movies that make light of really horrible situations that happen to people. I don't like that because you're making light of something that people suffer every day. Right, I agree. I agree. It, it, it did, it doesn't serve any purpose anymore. And I felt exactly. like it, when it first came out, it was like, oh, I don't know. It, it humanized prisoners, I think a little or, bit, <laughs> which was a good thing. But yeah, now it doesn't serve any purpose exactly yeah. another one on that same path is 13 reasons why okay. i watched the first season because it was a phenomenon everyone was watching it you know you give it a chance and then after that i would absolutely not work watch season two because really i can't believe all these are the most binge worthy shows i mean i love clear eye orange and new black i mean it, it was good for a long time okay yeah 13 reasons what season are they on um, this is season two. Okay, okay. And like, I watched the first season. It was a lot of rape and suicide and bullying. Like, mm -hmm. is that entertainment to you people? No. Is that what you want to watch? That's not entertainment to me. Well, people love Law & Order SVU. I love it too. But at the end, they usually get the bad guys. 
and people are held accountable for the things that they did in the show. Mm -hmm. You know, 13 Reasons Why is just like, oh, I fucking hate you, Karen. And Karen goes in the bathroom and slits her fucking wrist. Like, what? That, it's about high schoolers who are killing themselves, who are getting raped. It's about, what? yes, at like high school parties by the it guy. You don't want to do it, but he's making you. Like, it's just, what? it doesn't seem like entertainment. It seems like praising a lot of this disgusting behavior. And I feel like that's not something I want to watch at all. At all, it doesn't matter. And like, I'm into drama, guys. I'm drama filled. I'm into drama. I like to watch that shit. But that sad suicide and rape, I, like, no. I think it has to do with the tastefulness of it, right? Yes, you're right. Yes, you're right. The tastefulness of how much of it seems like an exaggeration or you know, um, just a, a comical or maybe like a something just to get attention, you know, like maybe a television show, I used to watch Pretty Little Liars, and they used to just throw in just like the the twins, and this person is dating this person, and this person killed this person, and this person and fired this person, and this person tends this person, and yeah. it was like, wait a minute, you're just throwing things into this show because maybe there's not a good enough message or good enough content for them to... And I think that's what it is. Like, in the beginning, it was about this one girl. And I could understand why people liked season one because it was like it taught you a lesson about how okay. to treat people. Okay. Yeah, you, you're mean to people. You never know what's going on behind closed doors and these people can really, truly hurt themselves. Mm -hmm. You know? But, yeah, where do we go from there? That just should be, like, one lesson for you. You shouldn't have to, like, all these alternate situations of how people can get bullied and get raped and be alone all the damn time. Like, it just seems like you're right. You're just throwing shit in there to come to the conclusion that we already know. Mm -hmm. Don't bully people. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. True. I agree. You know? Um, I think it was the number one Netflix most binge show was a new Netflix show called On My Block. Okay? Block. I hadn't watched it until yesterday. And I watched the first episode. And it's about these 14-year-olds uh, in L.A. And, you know, they live in the hood and they see gangs around them all the time. And they can recognize a 38 from a 42. And, you know, but they, they it's such a very authentic love story, I guess. I don't know. I didn't think it was really my, like, age. But I, I'm hooked. I'm hooked. Wow. It was, it's very, you know, just like the complexities of being a teenager and liking someone who's your friend and then getting you know, attention from people. We just want to chill with your friends and, you know, now other girls come involved and I know, it's a really great heartwarming story and it's, it reminds me a little bit of The Goonies. In The Goonies, they're trying to like find a treasure to uh, save their town because their town's about to be bought by some catalyst, some big business real estate. The man. Own, the, the man, you know, who, um, so they find this treasure so they could save their town. It's so sweet. And it's kind of similar in the show on my block. There's this, uh, these, this gang who robbed this place called Roller World. They were laundering money there and there's like $250,000 somewhere. They never found the money. So these kids are basically going to try and find this money, you know, to like, you know, get themselves out of Push forward and do It's do nice. Better. It's sweet. It's a, it's a binge-worthy show. It really is. I'm so. proud of Netflix, honestly. Yeah. And that's yeah. a Netflix original, isn't it? It's a it? Netflix original. Yes, it is. I love when I watch good Netflix mm -hmm. originals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I remember when Netflix had to send out for the CDs. And it was terrible. It was like terrible. It was a time when you first started. And even when it first started, it was like all old Western films. <laughs> when Netflix first started, you're like, Jesus. And now they've really come a long way, guys. 
So my last one was really surprising. Fastest car season one. Oh. What I really noticed about Netflix too is they're starting to do their own. Like Netflix is becoming a, con- a conglomerate. Okay? Oh, okay. They're going outside the movies. They have their own reality shows now. Netflix has reality shows? There's a Mexican one. I watched like 15 seconds. Don't judge me. I just was like, what is this? Watched it and then changed it. But there's like all these different like real life reality shows. And it was funny to me that I'm not into cars, but I know a lot of guys, a lot of women, a lot of people are into cars. And it was funny to me this was one of the most binge shows because it's just a show about cars. Like, you would think you'd have to go to a specific channel, like Spike, mm-hmm. or... What's that? Before. Exactly. Mm-hmm. To watch mm-hmm. the car shows. But it's mm-hmm. cool that, like, Netflix is really rounded and mm-hmm. trying to give everybody a good experience. Oh, nice. You know, like, my granddad likes cars. If, you know, he we didn't have any cable or we were up in the middle of the mountains and all I had was my tablet, I could give him a sh- this show. And I wouldn't have to, like, make him watch some shit that he has to concentrate so hard on. Like, it could just be a show about cars. Okay. Okay. So, I really love that. Okay. Do you have one more? That's that it? cars. Uh, that's it. That's it. So, guys, if you don't have Netflix, if you don't have Netflix, you're, like, in the fucking game. Who doesn't have Netflix? It's, like, eight bucks, isn't it? Or do I have one more slot. Ten? If you don't have Netflix, hit me up. I'll give you my mom's password. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that she said that. <laughs> Okay. Tell mom not to listen to this episode. Exactly. <laughs> Do not listen. So, um, yeah, if you don't have Netflix, you're like in a cave. <laughs> so get Netflix because it's worth it to uh-huh, me. Uh-huh. It's worth it. You can, also you can, did you know you can download stuff now? What do you mean? Oh, you can. Well, I've been you flying can. a you're lot. You're flying, yes. I've been flying a lot. Oh, oh gosh. And I download movies before I leave. That's a great idea. And I downloaded two. I watched Napoli Ever After. Did you see that? No. With Sonal Lathan? No, I It was her. like, oh, she's all about the weed. Napoli and then, Ever Yeah, it's all about the weed. And then one day something happens to her hair and she chops it all off and she falls in love with the beautiful black woman that she is. <laughs> Naturally. Napoli Ever After. It was great. Wait, is it on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Okay, okay. It's a great movie. Okay. Um, love it. Yes. Love yes. it. Sonal Lathan, she played love a great character. Love it. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, so get on Netflix, check out some of these shows, let us know if you like them, if you don't. Yeah. Binge them. Binge them. Binge them. Especially over the holidays, when you're with your family, you know, like, All My Block is a cute show, there's not too much, you know. Sex, but Yeah. Again. Fastest Cars would be great. Yeah. Word. Over Word. the holiday season with your parents. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you like the show? Cool. <laughs> so speaking of holidays, we got some, um, little effort big reward gifts for people in your life mm-hmm. people that you love mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. i would think these mm-hmm. to me they're more like I love these people gifts who are older than me my parents would be a good gift for my parents mm-hmm. my older sisters mm-hmm. my aunties mm-hmm. stuff like that right mm-hmm. okay so you want to go first oh yeah definitely so this first one i actually have purchased for somebody else as a gift um, I got my boyfriend's sister a Birchbox subscription for oh. three months. You could do maybe like, you could do three months, six months, or 12 months. So and is that the box that's seasonal that you get like all this great shit in it? It's like makeup. They give you five different products. They okay. give you like beauty supplies, hair supplies. Um, I could check off what I like. And you like a clothing article too. Like in the winter, like they give you like that's a scarf. Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix oh. gives you the clothes. Okay. But Birchbox gives you like makeup and things like that. Different like... BB cream, um, hair cleansers. It was a really easy gift. I ordered it online 
at work in 10 minutes. So uh, it says it starts at $10 a month. Um, I think they're lowballing it though. I think it's more like $25, $30 a month. Yeah. No, actually for three months I probably only spent like 50 bucks. So yeah, I got like a three month subscription for like 50 bucks. It's not bad, it's not bad. Great, great gift for a woman who you know who might want to try some new products. Yeah, yeah, and doesn't, you know, get the chance to get out. Yeah, yeah. Products come to her. Mm-hmm, exactly. My first one was an Artifact Uprising calendar. Oh. It retails for $55 at ArtifactUprising.com. Once again, that's ArtifactUprising.com. Hmm. Um, it's the calendar featuring the face of family and friends. You can personalize a calendar. Oh. I love that. Oh. Like all photos that, you know, if I had like a, if I had like a man that was here, I believe lives far away but if my man was here and we had like a dog like all these nice photos and like that would be my christmas card i could send I could it out send it to my grandmother exactly little photos I of like you know this. your life i love that your life love that um yeah so they do anything photo you can get on a mug you can get on a calendar it's really great oh. it's really great nice um my next one is blue apron i have never used blue apron but my no my mother has used blue apron and it's a food subscription. So they will send you food to your house, um, wherever you can get your boxes delivered. Um, so like come with these big boxes. Um, I'm not sure if they're the ones that come with a cooler, but they all come with dry ice and stuff. And you open the box and it has all of these different little ingredients. It has like a little piece of fish for two, three people. You can order the size you want. Are you feeding two? Are you feeding four? And they will send you food in the mail regularly. Wow. And these, um, meals are so easy to make. I've made one. They take like 30, 45 minutes and everything's already portioned out. Yeah. The hardest part is just like putting in the measuring cup and then like you just use up all these dishes, you know? Yeah. And um, Blue Apron, you should definitely try it. Uh, one week delivery plan for two people is $60. So That's I think it's a, it's a good gift for somebody. Give them a week off of cooking, you know? Hey, by the way, your birthday's this week. I'm gonna give you a week off of cooking these little portion meals so yeah, it's it great works. i mean it's it do a little cooking but like 30 minutes it's amazing perfect perfect, perfect. and everything's delivered delivered straight to the crib to your house to your house you can straight to the crib and like i don't know sesame salads oh greeks fajitas wow, wow. <laughs> My second one is Homesick Candles. Mm -hmm. It retails at $30 and you can get it at UncommonGoods.com. UncommonGoods.com, $30, okay? Um, not only do their candles come in like this beautiful glass vase, it's beautiful, it really is, but um, each scent is specific to a locale. Oh. Which I thought was also funny because it's like, I live in Philly. Oh. If I want to send a Philly candle, like what would smell like trash and fucking sewage and skookle scent skookle scent diapers floating down the delaware the like what the fuck is it gonna smell like cigarettes newports and loud newports and loud <laughs> that's what the philly candle would smell like so if you live somewhere that smells good this would be a great a great present but we live in philly broad street line <laughs> piss that's what it smells like that's what it smells like down there. And people's food. All day, people eating their lunch. Bits of people's food. All their food. <laughs> Chips, a little rice, piece of chicken, piece of pizza, a little, little grease over there. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, my last one is Dollar Shave Club. 
So this is something that would be good for uh, a man in your life, maybe your brother or something like that. Um, you, they start at like $25, you can get different packages. So the main one starts at 50 and you get like a razor and you get like a brush and you get like aftershave and like four shave stuff and they will send you this stuff regularly so you don't have to go out and buy it. That's nice. You know, so. I see a um, lot of girls, um, at the office buying that for their like getting it and I know it's for someone else. Oh, okay. A lot of dollar shave comes, um, packages come through. See, the thing is, they don't do clippers stuff. Do you use clippers? Hey, one of our, let me just stop now real quick. Wait, wait, one wait. of our followers <laughs> on here, shout out to Kenny. He said a South Street scented candle. South Street scented candle. <laughs> what does that smell like? At some point it'll probably smell good because it's Tequila, tequila in the street, like just like juice, like <laughs> juice. <laughs> you know, like I don't know, because it's just really. I, don't know, it's, oh, I love South Street. I haven't been on South Street in a long We're time. We're too old for South Street now. I went there one time and I was like looking around with a lot of young kids. I'm like, I gotta go home. It smells like juice. <laughs> it smells like juice. I gotta go home. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to cut you. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm sorry. Dollar Shave Club. Yeah. So um, you can get skincare products. They also do a teeth subscription, so wow. you can get like whitening. Uh, no, toothpaste, floss, oh, and right. uh, toothbrush. Oh. So you need to change your toothbrush frequently. Of course, people don't. So they they don't. don't. And it's a great gift for dudes who have disgusting toothbrushes. And also a uh, shower set too. So you can just get the shower set. You could choose shower set, teeth, or shaving. So three. Yeah. And how much is it again? Uh, fifty dollars for the shaving kit. That's but not bad the at all. Shower stuff and the toothbrush are cheaper. That's not bad at all. Mm -hmm. And my last one is Mark and Graham personalized bags. You know, if you have ladies in your life, moms, aunties, girlfriends, little bags that we want to put our shit into is great for us. Mm -hmm. So um, it retails at, well, it, whatever bag you want to get is what it's going to retail at. But you can get them at markandgram.com. And they're just personalized, monogrammed. You know, you can get anything between um, canvases, leather bags, oh. cosmetic pouches, technology oh. cases, anything that you want to get. You can just get, you know, little initials on it, anything you want for the girl in your life. It would be a great gift, like a little makeup bag. Keep my little makeup in. My initials are gonna be so cute. You can get maybe you can get a cosmetics bag for a dude in leather. And get them the Dollar Shave Club and gift. And honestly, they said this shit was a fifteen dollars. It was a small bag. Her, you can get the shave gel stuff for like twenty bucks. Exactly, throw it in there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> you are. So guys, you know these are just a few things. If you're not a shopper, you're not gonna get out to like do Christmas shopping for people. These are some great options to just go online and order it. Mm -hmm. Plug their address in, mm -hmm. send it to them. Mm -hmm. I promise you, you will not regret it. You don't have to leave home. You can do it online. Yeah, exactly. Okay. If you like can't get out, and I get it. We really only have two days off this holiday season for Christmas. So it's like, when do we really have time to like go and we do the show? So yeah, online shopping is so much easier. So much easier. Ugh. So much easier. So much easier. Love and hate Amazon. <laughs> Love hate relationships. Yeah, honestly. So, we're bringing up with Mrs. Dr. Love. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm Mrs. Dr. Love this week, guys. And I got some shit to talk to you about. Um, It's love versus lust. Okay? What's the difference? How do you know? How can you tell? No clue. 
you know, because yes. nowadays, like, new romantic relationships are so exciting, and falling in love can be life-changing, and, you know, Always. sometimes it's hard to tell whether it's love or lust, because a lot of those emotions associated with both, the feelings are quite similar, mm-hmm. you know? You can think that you're in love with somebody, and you really just want to hump them. You feel me? Your physical connection is so strong, it's maybe overpowering, overshadowing, you know, the true sensibilities of this person. Exactly, exactly. So there was, um, this is all brought up by this sociology professor, Terry Orbach. She has interviewed hundreds of couples and there's just, she put out some key differences to help you decipher whether you're falling in love or you're just in lust, okay? So the first sign that you're experiencing is love rather than lust is the connection, okay? And I thought about this. I'm like, duh. Your connection with that person, of course. But what she's saying is more specifically a desire for a connection between your partner and other important people in your life. So yeah, that's why you're together. Because you love each other. That's why you're together. You love each other. Mm -hmm. You know? But... When you want your significant other, your spouse, to have good connections with other people in your life, like your mother, your grandmother, mm. your family, mm. that's just as as important as your one-on-one connection. Ah, I see what you're it saying. It kind of shows longevity. Okay. You okay. know? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yes. So, you know, you want to figure out, you know, how you can incorporate your life that you have with your significant other and the important people in your life because you don't want to leave you don't want it to be separate that's unfair you should be together you know you should find a way to like get everyone together you know you're going to be more happy that way honestly the next clue is how you speak of your relationship as in word choice okay can offer a deeper insight into your true feelings all right if you continue to say i versus we you're not in this relationship you know Two people who are in love often think of themselves as a pair, you know? And I treat all my friends like that. I, as soon as you bring a man to my house and you're like, this is my boyfriend, I always treat you guys as a pair, you know? I'm not gonna invite one without the other. I'm not gonna make you feel like you can't bring your boyfriend. I'm not gonna make you feel like you can't bring your girlfriend. Mm-hmm, and she's, mm-hmm. and it, I mm-hmm. believe that your significant other is an extension of you, vice versa. So if you're out in life, I expect to see them too. Good if boy. you're out here busting moves for yourself, Good point. And not really busting moves as a unit, then, yeah. you know, it's probably not love. True. And my third one is self-disclosure is the third indicator. With love encouraging people to reveal all parts of themselves, whereas lust will most likely stay on the surface. You know? You're more likely to share on a deeper level when you're in love. Trust that person. Mm-hmm. Trust to be vulnerable with them. They're not going to judge you. So, you know, if you're talking about... What's your favorite color? <laughs> no, yeah, okay, okay. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, yes, you have to have deeper conversations about what things mean to you. Um, your history, your past, what you've been through. Exactly. You know, to help, yeah, bring Decipher life. who you are today yes. and what you bring to this relationship. Yes. You know? Yes. And the final one is impact or influence, which means love often means another person can have influence on your own life. So let's just take example as a new job. Let's say... You get a job in a different state. You know, if you're contemplating going versus losing your significant other, it's probably love. If you would 
uproot your not even uproot your life but disrupt your own plan and your their plan is a matter matters to your plan then yeah you know might be lust might be love oh it'd be love it would be love if you are willing to uproot and exactly okay, because okay. it matters you're not okay, just okay. gonna let them leave yeah true. you don't want them to leave so true. it matters you know where you guys are the places that you move to true true you know, what decisions it, you guys are gonna make next exactly yes because yes. we're a unit yes yes you know so this if you're very 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 smart if you're trying to decipher which is which if it's love it's if it's lust, I feel like these are pretty basic. Mm-hmm. I think when you're going through the motions with someone, you don't always think of stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and just like get down to the basics. Like, do you share things with them? You know, are you willing to push your own agenda aside for them? You know, mm-hmm. are they willing to do the same? Mm-hmm. Are you, you know, do think of us, think of them as a pair? Are you their partner or are you not? Mm-hmm. Are you an I? Exactly, exactly. So, if you're trying to figure out which one, guys, take these. Terry Orbach, thank shout out to you. Just bringing light to some situations that we may sometimes ignore. Yes, most definitely. So, that's Mrs. Dr. Love. Shooting those hearts at you on my Cupid. Sound effects and tweeting words. You need a fucking DJ. Alright guys, we're playing a game. Are we? This is the best part. We have one viewer, whoever you are, shout out to you. Hello. Nobody's even on our fucking can live. Can you see who it is? I don't know, can you? Is someone we know? Oh, it's Kenny. Hey. Hey. Kenny. Hey. Okay, we're playing a game, guys. <laughs> Would you rather? Okay, so who's going first? Oh gosh, I need to decide. I'll go okay. first. Okay, go ahead. Would you rather be able to delete memories in your mind? or be able to network to other people's brains like computers. Okay. Would you rather be able to delete memories from your own brain or be able to network to other people's brains like computers? And can I change things in their brain? Yes, you know we got a network, be on the network. Change, 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 definitely. Slit, right? Change, <laughs> I'm I saying, would change. I'm saying change too. I've done some pretty embarrassing things, I haven't forgotten them yet, and I'm still good, so it's fine. It's, it's fine. It really is. You up? Yeah. I hope I haven't used this one already, okay? Yeah. Kind of gross. Would you rather eat shit that tastes like chocolate or chocolate that is, tastes like crap? Wait, wait, what? Would I rather eat shit that tasted like chocolate? Eat shit that tastes like chocolate? Okay, so it's like, here, this is some horse shit. Yeah. It tastes just like chocolate. Yeah. Okay? Or eat chocolate. It tastes like crap. I'm eating shit that tastes like chocolate. Say they're both like fancy, okay? In certain places, you're in France, and they're like, "Here you go. Here's some shit, shit that tastes like chocolate." Uh huh. And, and then they eat that because it's chocolate, as opposed to the chocolate that tastes, tastes like, like shit. shit. No, yes, 100. percent Even though it's made out of milk. Yeah, no. I'm gonna I would eat, eat the, the shit. Eat. You eat that. the actual. You would eat the horse. No, shit. no, I would eat. <laughs> you eat the yeah. shit. This question is fucking bullshit. <laughs> you, I would rather eat shit that tasted like chocolate. So eat a fucking pile of shit that tastes like chocolate. Yeah. Or eat chocolate that tasted like shit. It's probably hot. I'd but it would taste like chocolate. I would much rather eat the fancy, disgusting chocolate. Like, 
Kenny says 100% chocolate that tastes like shit because at the end of the day, it's I'm not eating shit. Exactly. It's made Fuck out of you. milk. It's made out of milk. Fine. 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 I don't want to eat shit. Please, people. I don't want to eat shit, okay? <laughs> but I also don't want to eat chocolate that tastes like shit. So sorry. Sue me. I feel like a little pee, too. Yeah. Didn't tell you have to eat all of it. All right. Hot shit. Mm. <laughs> so disgusting. Okay. okay. Would you rather be married to your true love uh-huh. and soulmate, mm-hmm. only to have them die two years later mm-hmm. and never find true love again, or be married to someone who you like and is nice, but you're settling for them? One more time. <laughs> Would you rather be married to the love of your life, mm-hmm. your one true love, and you know that for a fucking fact, okay? Be married for two love, two years. Be married for two years, okay? And then they die, and you never die? find love again. They die. Oh god. Never find love again, or just be married to someone who's nice. Settle. Damn. I settle. I think I have to settle too. I don't know. No, you know what? I'm not settling. I'm not settling. Settle. Because if I knew that was like my one true love, like I think of what's that movie? A Walter. Remember? <laughs> Who was in that? Mandy Moore. Where she had leukemia. I never. She found I never see any of those. She found her, No. She never. found her true love, and for like two years, they lived the best possible life they could. Ew. Hopefully, I'm not the one who dies. Hopefully, it's someone else, and then I can go and live my life. It said you and, can't find love again, though. Oh, you're right. You can't find love again. Damn. All right. All right. I guess maybe they're a millionaire, you know? Like, I'm assuming they're probably yeah, like, like you're you have to marry for love. They say you married for love the first time and you don't marry for love the second. So, if I'm getting married twice, it's gotta be for the money, right? I don't know. That's what they say. I don't know who they is, but that's what they say. I have no clue. I've never heard that before. Thank you, Kenny. He said one of the best romance movies of all time. She just saw Deliver Us from Eve. <laughs> I did. So, so don't fucking no, 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 no. I can't say I did. I think I just saw the whole movie. I think I've seen parts before. I Who turns off whole... Deliver Us from Eve? I don't think I turned it off. I probably ran out of time. I was probably doing something. <laughs> you know, I was like flipping through channels. It was like halfway through already or something. You're right, you're right. You're yeah, right? It's, o- it's one of those movies that's like always on what, MTV or BET. And it's, yeah, it's always on BET. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, you're right, you're right. So what's your last question? Okay. Is that it? Um. Okay, let me see. Weird. You would like to ask me these fucking trick questions. I do. I'm tired of you. I do. <laughs> would you rather your only means of transportation be a helicopter or a scooter? <laughs> I mean, a helicopter, a helicopter or a scooter. It would be easier, but realistically, I see these kids around here with these motorized scooters. I don't want to. <laughs> A helicopter or a scooter, yeah. The thing is, I don't travel too. Like now that I'm now, listen, now that my booty is like over here and I'm over here, that would be great. I just hop in my helicopter and go. But like helicopters are for like distance. I walk six blocks to work. <laughs> I don't, where am I gonna land the helicopter? I'll see Sophie Moore Avenue. The pool's empty right now. <laughs> we could do that. What's you that on 15th pool. Street? Is that on yeah, 15th yeah, Street? those kids would probably jump in the pool to get your helicopter in the middle of the day. Exactly. Take so, pictures. <laughs> I think just off the rip that a helicopter is more John Blaze mm-hmm. than a fucking scooter, I'm going helicopter. I would do helicopter. I said my only, my only, I guess my name's my feet. Oh, my only. Yeah. 
I need helicopter. I, you need a helicopter? Yeah. It's yeah, way more John Blaze. Like, find somewhere to park the, the copper. Find somewhere to park the chopper. And you would probably go more places if you had a helicopter. Hell you know, yeah. you'd be traveling I'd be in Florida every weekend. I would be in Florida with my booty every fucking weekend. Sounds fun. Yes. Sounds really fun. Yes. So. This is the time where we hashtag. But we're gonna take a break from our Instagram livers. Thank you for watching. Thanks for watching, guys. Come back on Sunday yes. and catch the show. Catch yes. the rest of the show. You can get the first half and you can catch the hashtags in our closing. But we'll be back next week with more live. Kenny, shout out to you. We're hashtagging people. Hashtag. My first hashtag is hashtag love on top. Because the Beehive always keeps their love for Beyonce on top. Sorry, Beyonce. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Beehive. Yeah, don't come after us. The next one, um, over Kevin Hart and the Oscars. I don't give a shit about the Oscars. And Kevin Hart has kind of played out to me now. I'm over him, so over it. Done it? Done, Done with it? Done. I'm gonna say hashtag thank you Dr. Gray because uh, Alan Pompeo has been out there you know yes. letting her voice be heard and saying what she thinks about you know the workplace. Love it. Standing. Yeah. Always. Thank you. Thank you. Um, my next one is Double Kiss Venus and Jupiter. Guys catch these astronomical events. It's the world at work. I would like to hashtag Netflix fix, family fix, Netflix family fix. It's like a twister. Get a Netflix family fix with your family over the holiday season and watch these wonderful shows. Binge them, Orange the New Black, On My Block, Queer Eye, Making a Murderer, 13 Reasons Why, and definitely Fastest Car season one. Take a look guys, some good shit. Actually, also, Hashtag Napoli Ever After. Take a look at that one too. It was a great movie. Mm -hmm, Shout mm -hmm. out to Sana. Mm -hmm. As always, hashtag none of that. Hashtag none of that. Uh, 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 uh. Guys, hit our hotline. Nobody even hits our hotline. We, we're not even going to say it. But I just want to bring it out. You like, don't want to no, say the number? I do want to say it, but we weren't going to. We were going to skip right over <laughs> it. That's <laughs> like, fuck. So I hit the hotline. Please. Okay, ready? 267-627-0214. Okay? Two six seven six two seven zero two one four. You know, what? even if you don't call it, will you please like write it on some bathroom walls for us, please? He forget my sharpie. Yeah, so, like, we need some people. We're gonna go out on Friday, so we need to Ooh. bring a sharpie. Bring a sharpie. We're gonna write it everywhere we go. Okay. Yeah. Please, please. All right, guys. This is the part of the show where we ask you to listen and like us on all platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts. Follow us on Facebook at none of that. We're also on IG. Oh. Follow us at none of that underscore underscore. Two underscores. Please look out for new episodes every Sunday. Send us feedback. Please call our hotline people. Like I said, write it on bathrooms. Um, give us feedback and share. share it with your friends, okay? Like I'm sure you think we're funny, I'm sure people think we're funny too. Yeah. Right? Share, share, share. Tap, 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 tap. My name is Nara. And my name is Elise, and we'll see you next week with none, none of that. that. Bye. Peace. Cause babe